SAFM. Primetime all day long. Well, one of the big scientific events of the year is going to happen in the next few months, and it is, in fact, an eclipse of the sun. You know what happens. The moon gets in the way of the sun, and as a result, it becomes quite dark. But... This is going to be one of the biggest total solar eclipses that we've seen for quite some time. It'll happen on April the 8th. Professor Martin Snow is a researcher at the South African National Space Agency and also the Saatchi Chair for Solar Physics. Professor Snow, good morning. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. We know that, um, and we've known for many years, that we have solar eclipses several times a year. Why is this one so important? Uh, I think one of the reasons this is a, a big event is that the path of the, the eclipse goes straight across the Mexico and the United States, so a heavily populated area. You know, if there's a solar eclipse that you can see from the middle of the ocean, right, you've got to time your boat right, just right to get there, whereas now, you know, you can go out in your backyard and see it. There's a lot of talk about what's called a coronal mass ejection, and some of the commentary I've seen suggests this is a an important moment to try and understand that better. You're going to have to start me at the beginning on this, though. What is a coronal mass ejection of the sun? Um, sure. So these uh, coronal mass ejections, or CMEs, as uh, we call them, uh, are, are fairly frequent. Uh, you know, that when the sun is more active, like it is now, uh, we might get, you know, one a month or something like that. And this is where there's an explosion on the sun uh, that that sends a, a blob of, uh, of magnetized plasma out into the solar system. And uh, if the positioning is right, it might hit the Earth. And uh, the blob of magnetic field can interact with the Earth's magnetic field. You know, the, the pretty thing is it can make aurora, uh, but uh, uh, more more seriously, uh, it can induce electric currents in, uh, say, the power grid or uh, disrupt satellite communication. So all of those things are, you know, part of space weather, and uh, they can affect our technological systems, uh, you know, possibly damage them. Uh, so we keep an eye on that every day at, the, at SANSA, the Space Weather Center here in uh, Hermanus and uh, issue alerts and warnings and so on. So the, um, the uh, coronal mass ejection isn't really related to the solar eclipse, really. But the solar eclipse lets us do is it blocks out the bright uh, solar disk, and then we can see the, the outer atmosphere, which is you know a million times dimmer. But that's how we can see these uh, as coronal mass ejections. We create artificial eclipses from space all the time, but this is a the natural one, and it could actually work even better. Um, I understand that the sun actually has cycles. I, I think there's an 11-year cycle. What are the cycles of the sun? Um, yes, uh, the, the main one is this 11-year uh, period where uh, the sun gets more active, there are more sunspots, the magnetic field is more complicated, and then it kind of declines, uh, you know, we call that solar maximum, and it declines down to a period where there are no sunspots and no coronal mass ejections or anything like that, uh, which we you know, cleverly call solar minimum. <laughs> so we are just now um, uh, in, the, in the main part of the, the solar maximum part. So uh, it will probably reach its peak uh, this year or next year. 
and then over the next uh, five years uh, settle back down to solar minimum. What leads to this kind of cycle? Why would you actually have a cycle? I mean, we go around the sun, not the other way around. So why does it have such a cycle? <laughs> so, uh, so it has to do with the, the, the magnetic field inside the sun uh, and, you know, figuring out exactly how it works and why it's 11 years. That's a main uh, area of research in solar physics. Um, the, the motions of the plasma inside the sun from carrying the, the heat from the core out to the center uh, makes uh, turbulence and that generates magnetic fields. And then, you know, sunspots start appearing at the surface. They're just a concentration of the magnetic field. And, uh, and you know, exactly how they, that magnetic field moves back underneath the surface to come up again 11 years later is a, is a bit of a mystery. There's lots of ideas and models that uh, sort of work, but uh, can't reproduce the sun exactly. So there's still a lot to learn. Well, the problem, I suppose, is, as I understand it, the sun is, you know, sort of continuing a nuclear reaction involving hydrogen and helium. I don't know much more about it than that. But um, to try and understand what the what the real material of, I mean, you're talking about the, the stuff of sort of nature itself. Without the sun, we would be nothing. So you're basically studying what makes us tick by trying to understand the sun. It must be very difficult because for obvious reasons, you can't get very close to it. <laughs> well, this is true. Uh, you know, we've got some satellites, uh, some spacecraft that are getting close to the sun, uh, uh, but, you know, you can't get too close, otherwise it's too hot. Um, but, you know, we've been observing the sun, uh, you know, through telescopes for hundreds of years and and with uh, spacecraft, you know, for, for decades. Uh, so we know a lot about what, you know, the outer conditions are like, what's the magnetic field like. Uh, how hot is it, and so on. So we know a lot of things, but yeah, we uh, we we don't understand all of the details just yet. Do we know if our sun is very different to other stars? I know there are lots of different types of stars, but are there stars that are very similar to our sun? Uh, so there there are lots of other stars uh, that are similar to the sun, and that's um, part of how we can understand the sun and how we understand stars better. Uh, so our sun is kind of a middle-aged, uh, ordinary star uh, that, uh, you know, there's, there's lots of others of this type. And now we're also finding out that many of those stars have planets. Uh, we'd always wondered uh, how many other planets there were. And uh, so, so, yes, uh, there are other stars. They also have cycles uh, of activity, um, you know, different, some of them are five years and some of them are 20 years and so on. And that's what I was talking about where we kind of think we understand the process, but how it is exactly the timing for the sun uh, and so on is still uh, still work in progress. Professor, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate it. Professor Martin Snow is a researcher at the South African National Space Agency and Sanji Chair for Solar Physics. Fascinating to see what's happening with the sun way, way, way above us.